When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Jimmy Kolb here, and welcome back to the Kolb Strong Power Podcast. Okay, everybody, so we've got uh, Season 1, Episode 4. We did skip a week. I was kind of in last-minute preparations for the competition, so I did skip a week. My bad. So today, it's going to be a little bit of a two-part. So right now, it's Saturday night. It is 9.30 at night uh, on the eastern coast, <clears throat> and we are in a hotel room in Belmar, New Jersey, and we're getting ready to uh, go to sleep. I mean, normal time, which for me is around midnight, 1 o'clock, you know, and then uh, we're going to get up and go to the competition in the morning at the Attilus Gym. Very cool place. If you haven't checked it out or if you haven't seen it on the news, um, highly recommend doing that. So went and checked it out this morning. Uh, it was pretty cool. I got to meet a few people, a lot of familiar faces. So I was very happy with that. So this podcast is going to be a two-part. So tonight, because I got nothing uh, really to go uh, do or go on about, I am going to answer some questions that I got earlier in the week, talk a little bit about the meet, how I'm feeling, what I've done to prepare for it, say like today, yesterday. And then uh, once the meet is over with... Come Sunday night or Monday morning, I'm going to record the second half and reflect on how the meet went. So we're going to go ahead and start off with part one. That is, what am I doing right now? Saturday night in a hotel room. Well, uh, this trip turned out to be kind of solo. It's just me and Katie. Uh, We don't have anybody with us. We were planning on having some people with us, but they ended up not being able to make it. So, it's it's been fun, man. The weather's been cold as all hell. If you know the type of weather we experience on the East Coast, that bone-chilling, uh, wet cold, it sucks. Um, besides being in a hotel in a different state, nothing's changed. We're not doing anything different. Eating the same foods. Um, I didn't want to sit at the meat and just sit there for you know hours and hours and hours. I got there, did my weigh-ins, did my gear check, and then left. Talked to a few people and got out of there, you know? I don't want to sit there and just do nothing. So uh, we went out and ate, just had a little diner, little sports diner there. Uh, You know, just normal stuff. Been sitting here eating gummy worms, uh, Lunchables, microwave dinner, just normal stuff. You know, had a rain earlier today. And then in the morning, it's all... Routine stuff, you know, get up kind of late, drive to the meet, and here's the trick. Here's something I realized a long time ago. When I show up to the gym, or when any of us show up to the gym to bench heavy weights, or if some of you guys squat and deadlift, I don't know, do do you show up to the gym six hours early and then sit there and do nothing for six hours and then try to lift? No. You show up, you get oriented, you put your stuff down, you 
kind of move around a little bit. You grab a bar and you start going. So that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to show up to the meet when I feel like it. You know, if it's hopefully the squats are halfway through or so, there's two flights of bench, two flights of squat. And then uh, put my stuff down and start lifting. I am not going to show up. I made that mistake quite a few times. There was an XPC meet in Columbus, Ohio uh, back in 2013. And this meet started at 7 o'clock in the morning. I didn't stick around because I bombed out. But my friends that did full power said that the deadlifts did not stop until 10 p.m. that night. All right? To give you an idea of how long this fucking meet was. I showed up to the hotel. I think I spent the night there, actually. So I checked out, went downstairs to the lobby, and I did nothing but sit around and wait and wait and wait from 7 o'clock in the morning till almost 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I bombed out, you know? So anyway, that is how it's going. That's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling very confident. Uh, everything's going smooth. I don't feel nervous. Katie is not nervous. That's a good sign. We're going to have a good day. We're going to have a good day tomorrow. Benching single ply, all right? So I'm going to move on to the questions really quick. Got some questions from earlier this week. First question, are you going for over 1,000 plus pounds again? And that answer is yes. The opener is going to be 1,050 single ply. RPS recognizes a single ply division. I love it. 1,050, that will be the all-time world record in the 308 weight class by almost 125 pounds, as well as the heaviest single ply bench press ever done. Um, I'm going to go on and just uh, move on to the uh, tentative second and third attempt. So, second attempt, if everything goes smooth, I'm feeling great, which I expect, make a, uh, I'm going to make a shirt switch to a tighter single ply. In the second attempt, the number I've had in my head for the past couple of months is 1,120. So I'm trying to not only bench the heaviest weight ever done single ply, I'm going to take a crack at beating the heaviest bench ever done regardless of gear in that same single ply division. Because, just because. Third attempt, um, something above that, or if I take a second, uh, second crack at 1120, I'll do that instead. So we'll leave it up to uh, see how the meat results turn out. I'm not going to go any further with that question. I want to move on. Next question, what are your warm-up jumps like? They're going to be exactly what I do in the gym. Uh, nothing changes. So I'll start with the empty bar. One plate, possibly for one set, two sets, or three sets. Who knows? It depends how I'm feeling. Two plates, three plates, four plates. Probably throw up a 500-pound raw and then throw my shirt on. I do anywhere between one and two sets with about seven plates, just like little quarter reps, just throwing it up real fast, and then that's it. Jumped right to 1,050. The goal of the warm-up is to make sure that your muscles are warm. If you have that equipment on, it's going to protect everything from getting injured, like shoulders and pecs. So the main thing is getting the raw warm-ups out of the way, getting the gear on. I call them my break-in sets. I take the, the lighter weight, six or seven plates, and do little quarter reps with it just to kind of get the shirt more set, get heavy weight in my hands, get confident with it. But then I don't need to do anything else. I don't need to jump up to 1,000 pounds and do it for a two board or some stupid shit. I was going to do some floating reps, and that's it, man. 
So that's how it's going to look, just like any other typical Saturday workout. Uh, next question, how do you choose your meets slash federations? Very easy. First, it has to be in a federation that isn't stupid, uh, such as USAPL, USPA. Okay. Second thing, I call ahead. Now, if you know the federation well enough, you're going to know uh, what kind of equipment's being used, what kind of venue they're going to have. Um, I always look ahead to the entry form to see who is hosting the meet. If it's somebody I'm familiar with, such as Amy Richlack. I love doing RPS meets on the East Coast that are hosted by Amy Richlack because she brings her own equipment, and in my opinion, some of the best equipment in the sport. The best benches, the good bars, the 100-pound plates, things like that. So I'll call ahead if I'm not familiar and say, hey, I've got some questions for you, Mr. or Mrs. Meat Director. <clears throat> and I say, what kind of bench are you using? Does it have face savers? And lastly, what kind of bar are you using? Those three things. I have to ask those questions. I almost showed up to my first SPF meet last this past December, actually in Virginia. It was very, very close. I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. You know, multiply friendly federation. And I called... And the meat director was going to use an ER rack for the bench. I was like, you gotta be, you got to be shitting me. I said, is there any way, shape, or form I could convince you to swap that out for an actual bench? And she was like, oh, let me talk to some people and see. I know who you are. I know what you're trying to attempt. And they did that for me. They got it switched out for a Dynabody bench with face savers. I was like, that's awesome. ER racks belong in the bullshit IPF. So that's good on you. Thank you. And my next question for her was the bar question. What kind of bar are you going to use? She goes, oh, yeah, we're going to squat with a Texas squat bar, and we're going to bench with a power bar. I was like, you mean like a 45-pound normal bar? She goes, yeah. I was like, okay, all right, well, <laughs> I can't bench 1,000-plus on a standard 45-pound bar that's going to whip like a pool noodle. So that didn't happen. I was like, oh, well, I'm going to take my find a different platform to go on. Thank you. So that's kind of what I do. I call ahead and make sure that those criteria fit. If not, I'll go somewhere else. So that's how I choose my meets and or federations. Next question is, how am I feeling before this meet? I feel fine. Confident, strong, hydrated, fed, not nervous. I got a lot of familiar faces. I love the RPS. They're very friendly. I've been lifting with them for a long, long time. So I feel, feel great. I feel fantastic. Um... You know, I, I, I've corrected a lot of rookie mistakes like drinking a gallon of Gatorade. Oh, my God, don't do that. There's so much sugar in Gatorade. You're going to piss everything you're trying to retain out. You know, I, I don't drink a gallon of Gatorade before a big bench day anyway. It was really Katie that convinced me, like, okay, you know, these meats, you want to go to a Texas roadhouse and you want to eat a 40-ounce steak and douse it in salt and... You know, do all these weird things that you never do before a big bench day. So, what, you know, what, what do you do on Friday nights before you go into bench all the crazy shit you do on Saturday bench workouts? I mean, I don't know. I just casual. I just watch TV and drink water and eat a, eat a Lunchable or eat a sandwich. She's like, okay, just do that. I'm like, huh, and it clicked. So we're doing all the same things that are routine and normal prior to big benches. Now, if every single Friday I went to a roadhouse 
And that was routine, okay. But the fact that we never do that would totally throw me off. Keep it everything the same. I feel very confident. Very, very confident. Very excited. Not nervous. I'll get nervous, you know, right before I go up to bench. But otherwise, I'm feeling good. Last question. I wanted to choose five so the, the podcast wouldn't be like an hour and a half long. So, is this meet as serious for you as March or just a practice meet for them? Someone asked me this a long time ago and I never got around to it. And a different person asked almost the exact same question. So, is this a practice meet for March? Is this uh, as serious as March? So, for me, this meet... Is not a practice meet for March. For me, this is a competition of a completely different goal. The goal in March is to go and win because there's money involved. You know what I mean? Anything to do uh, to go down there and win it. Now, obviously, there's. I always want to go and hit a PR or hit, get a bigger bench, but there's money involved. I just gotta win it. I don't. You know, it, even if I walked away with no records, if I win ten thousand dollars, Jesus, when does that ever happen? So. Um, no, this meet is this meet is just as serious in my mind because I have a goal that I want to hit. That's serious to me. It's not me warming up or practicing for March. It's a whole different route. You know, it, it's route A, and then once this route is, I'm at the end of it. It's over. Now I got to change gears and look at route B and completely go a different direction and train for that meet. Uh, that meet is going to be multiply, so starting next weekend, because I don't take any time off, if you know by now, uh, next weekend I'm switching right back to multiply, getting back into my evil twins, and uh, training for March. So, now, every meet is just as serious as the next. I always have goals, I meet those goals, and I have goals that are even higher than that. This is a chance to attain that. And a very big one, because a single ply has a very special place in my heart. So that is uh, part one of this podcast. Now, when it comes to part two, what's going to happen is I'm going to record it uh, after the competition tomorrow. So this podcast will release Monday. Uh, I'll probably record it tomorrow afternoon if I'm not all you know, emotionally distraught, depending on how the meat goes or whatever. So I look forward to uh, giving you a good report talking about how the meet went in full detail if you are on my patreon there's going to be a 100 percent covered uh video up about the entire weekend the drive the hotel what we're doing the days prior the entire meet recorded all the behind the scenes stuff so i'm really looking forward to it uh just stay tuned and when i report back with you the meet will be over and i'm going to tell you about it all right, everybody, we got part two coming to you. It is 8.26 p.m. on Sunday. This is Eastern Standard, obviously. Uh, the meet was a success. I'm very happy to report that. I want to talk about it. So uh, we opened at 1,050, and I got, it on the, I got the opener. got got 1,050 uh, in the 308 class single ply. Uh, weighed it at 290. <laughs> Heaviest I've ever weighed. So that's cool. Um, I, it flew up. If anybody has seen the video already... Um, it was awesome. I, I was very happy with that. That set the tone for the meet. However, I was only allotted two attempts. I'll explain this. Um, during the opener att- bench attempts, I actually skipped that round. 
Um, I was in the back doing my warm-ups. I did raw warm-ups, one plate, two plate, three plate, four plates, five plates, threw my shirt on, and did seven plates for like a set of five or something. And it felt great. Weight felt light as hell. Um, was chucking it back up real hard. And then I got kind of winded from doing like more than one rep, obviously. I did five reps or something. So I was feeling tired and winded, and I was sweating, and I was trying to kind of cool myself down. And I was like three out. And I was like, hey, like I, I am not ready to go out there. Um, so I had Katie run up to the front and tell them like he's scratching his first round. He's going to do his opener in the second attempts. So I only got two attempts today, total. So after the 1,050 in the opener shirt, I, had, I brought three shirts with me, and I intended on doing at least one shirt change. So I got the opener, and what I call the opener shirt is a bigger single ply. Um, it's the newest one I have, but it is the biggest one. And I chucked that son of a bitch up, and it was awesome. Um, two all-time world records, heaviest weight, heaviest weight single ply bench in 308s, heaviest single ply bench in history regardless of weight class. So that first lift was very, very successful. I was very happy with it. Um, had the judges check my gear on the platform <laughs> right away. So they check, check me, check me, check me. So Amy and Alex both came over and checked me. It was legit. Hey, went in the back, took my shirt off, put the tighter single ply on. We bumped it up to 1120. So 1120 single ply. Um, <laughs> almost ran out of time because I was back there bullshitting with some guys. But Katie kicked my ass and got me in my shirt fast and went out there and tried 11.20. And that son of a bitch came about a quarter inch, maybe less than a quarter inch from touching. And it just wouldn't go any further. Um, It actually sat down there and started rocking back and forth. Like head to toe, head to toe, back and forth. I was like, ah, shit. It's just not going to go any further. Katanas are very testy in the bottom. And the very bottom inch to half inch quarter inch it's like the weight sitting on a tight rope and if you go a millimeter the wrong way you're going to lose it that's what it felt like so instead of risking it risking injury i was like yeah just take it <laughs> they took it off me and i didn't have a chance to repeat the lift and or go up and wait i think 20 more pounds probably would have touched in that instance 1140 or so that's what i was training for i was training for 1100 plus in the single ply but a 1050 opener um, was beautiful. Uh, I was very happy with it. Um, I'm feeling very tired. I'm very worn out. Uh, it was a good day. Got to meet a lot of cool people. Henri Skiba was there. Obviously, Amy, um, uh, Alex the Kilt guy, good friend was there. Met a lot of cool people. My Death Wish barbell friend showed up and handed off to me, and Joe Fazio drove all that way just to hand off two att- bench attempts and leave. So I'm very, very thankful. It's one of the reasons why I love the sport so much. Because people are just willing to give with with no thought of reward. They just want to give and help and give and help. And the sport needs more of that. The sport needs more of that. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, it was a great weekend. I'm very happy with that. I wanted a lot more. It's not as gratifying as my first 1,000-pound bench. They, there's nothing as good as that first one. Still very happy, 15-pound overall PR, but 147-pound single-ply PR for me. My last big single-ply was a 903 in the 242 weight class, so benching 1,050 single-ply. Actually, in the same size shirt I wore when I was 220-242, fun fact, now at 290. So you can make that work, but um, 
the whole video from the time we leave the house, the drive to New Jersey, the warm-ups, the gym, the hotel room, the attempts, all the warm-up attempts, it's all going to be put up on Patreon, hopefully tonight, if not early tomorrow morning. So if you want to check out my Patreon, if you haven't checked out my Patreon, I'd really appreciate that. Ten bucks a month, uh, you get access to things like that video I just mentioned about the entire competition, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, getting my shirt on, warm-ups, things like that, as well as the six days a week I work out that lead me to these big, successful bench attempts and all-time world records. So like I said, it's the Kolb Strong Power Community on Patreon, $10 a month full access. So if you do that for me, if you're interested in that, I'd greatly appreciate that. I'm trying to grow it week by week. Uh, as soon as we get to 50 members and stay there, I'll be putting in uh, a drawing with my members for those who want to participate for a free custom three-month uh, three month bench program from me for absolutely free. So hopefully we can hit 50 members pretty soon. I want you all to have a good rest of your night. Thanks for sticking with me for this long podcast. Have a good start to your week. We will talk soon. Peace out.